Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. What's up, everybody? Darkside back with Vital MX podcast. This time I've got privateer Ty Masterpool on the line after a killer ride at Thunder Valley. What's going on, Ty? Not so much. Just got done uh, doing some recovery stuff here, but uh, yeah, it's doing good. Yeah, I would bet. I mean, look, you we've seen you many times have great rides. It's happened numerous times, but that ride in particular in Thunder Valley was pretty awesome to watch you Moto 1 come from way back. Uh, I think at the end of lap one, they had you 25th, but you were farther back than that in the beginning, all the way to fifth, and then battle with some of the top privateers in the series in the Moto 2. It had to feel awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, went down the first corner, so I was dead last. I mean, I was probably like 15, 20 seconds back. I don't know how I caught up so fast and stuff, but uh, yeah, I was just moving everywhere around the track, just trying to not follow, just picking lines, going anywhere, everywhere. But yeah, really awesome day. Still kind of sinking in what I did what I did and stuff, but uh, yeah, really blessed, really good day. Well, and you even qualified third, so that on top of everything else, just showed you know you've got the speed there's no doubt yeah yeah the qualifying kind of honestly i didn't want to qualify too far up there because kind of being on full privateer bike i kind of <laughs> need to place myself around the factory you guys don't really want the best no i mean kind of yeah. have to do a little uh, strategize with uh, the gate pick but yeah really good uh, qualifying uh i i was watching from the couch i didn't get to go to this round but it re- the 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 ruts and the black dirt kind of reminded me of your place, the his nine five six facility, in over there at East, uh, Paradise, Texas. Was it similar to you on the bike, or was that just my imagination? Uh, no, actually, that's what uh, I mean. That's the main reason we're based out here in Texas is uh, for the facility for the dirt that uh, we actually uh, came back to Texas and uh, did some testing in the DG. So we got uh, multiple different varieties of dirt there. We got really like dg feeling uh clay and then we got red clay sand we can make it be like bottomless sand like say uh southwick and all that but uh yeah we came back there uh practicing really deep uh got the ruts and got all that stuff tested the suspension and we had one day on the suspension so we really had to test it and that stuff but uh yeah i'm just trying to make a as close as it can to race yeah well you did a good job with that talk about the the mental, I don't know if mental strength is the right word, but just having to, when you're coming up to the pack and you see Cooper Webb and Aaron Plessinger and Dylan Ferrandez, a former outdoor champion, is there any mental stuff going on in your head? Like, oh, am I actually keeping up with these guys? Or are they, when you're on the bike, is it, they're just another guy? Uh, yeah, the biggest thing was just uh, trying to focus on myself. Uh, it was just uh, me versus me and uh, me against the track, just riding the best I could against the track. And really, I was just really trying to, right against the track i mean to me the plan stays the same if i'm in uh first or last it's just uh doing the best i can in uh me versus me and just riding the track and uh yeah after watching it it was pretty crazy i was pretty bummed that uh dylan got me back on the last lap but uh no i mean these guys are so good a lot of respect for him and uh yeah i mean <laughs> i was pretty bummed at first but uh yeah, yeah i mean it's kind of what you expect from those guys. I mean, they're super good and a lot of respect for them. 
Yeah, I would think that it'd be difficult. I think it might, again, just, you know, amateur rider, right? In my mind, I'd be like, oh my God, that's so-and-so. So it's pretty cool that you have that mental strength to just to set that aside and focus on what you need to focus on. That's really important to have at that level. Yeah, yeah, definitely huge. And uh, yeah, I was just trying to focus on myself, just act like it was another day at home. I was honestly kind of bummed. I felt like I should have been standing up a little more and uh, kind of just small stuff on the last lap kind of should have then standing up, staying on the page a little bit more, just some small mistakes, but uh, we got all season to work on it. And uh, yeah, the biggest thing, just ready to just keep on improving and be here for the whole season. Yeah, that leads me into my next question is, can you keep this up? What is your program like? Will it be all season? You're going to make every round, uh, you know, equipment wise, physically, do you feel like you're ready to do the whole thing? Yeah, for sure. Uh, shout out to Peter Park, my physical trainer. Physical, I've been feeling the best I've ever felt and stuff. Uh, put on some quite a bit of weight, so finally, fully grown into my body. I mean, that's the biggest thing is I'm still growing and uh, still maturing that way. So it's like I'm still figuring out my body, and obviously, I mean, I've put on probably like thirty pounds just this year, almost. So uh, yeah, just still learning my body a lot and stuff like that. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is just full privateer right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I only have one bike. So we're just trying to get more bikes, trying to get everything more uh, steady. But, yeah, I'll be at every round for the remaining of the season and just uh, trying to get as many points as I can to qualify for the finals. Yeah, and you have sports clips on your shrouds as, as your title sponsor, I assume. And, and the guys on TV, the, uh, Weege and JS7, were talking about that a little bit. Is this sports clips like nationwide, the, the, the company, or is it a local sports clips? How does that work? Uh, yeah, so it's uh, with corporate and stuff. We've been uh, talking to them for a long time. But, uh, yeah, big shout-out to sports clips. Uh, really excited to have them on board and stuff. And, uh, yeah, just really excited. Just want to bring some more outside uh, sponsors into our sport and mm-hmm. stuff and help our sport grow. I mean, our sport to me, I think we got one of the coolest sports in the world and uh, just really want to show the world what it is and uh, just doing everything I can to help it grow and really just want to bring some more uh, outside uh, sponsors into it. Absolutely. Now, yeah. with these results, obviously the give them a factory ride comments start to come in. At this point, would you even want one or do you feel better on your own? Um, what do you want? Uh, no, obviously I want the factory support. I mean, all these factory teams are super good. I mean, they're, they're amazing how good they are. So to me is, yeah, I love the factory support. Love it. Yeah, really. Yeah. I love the factory support. <laughs> okay. So if factory Kawasaki say called tomorrow and said, Hey, do you want, we want to bring you on. What do you feel like you bring to the table and what do you need to work on to be better to be at that on a team of that level? Uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing obviously would be very that, but I have to be loyal to, uh, all the sponsors who have helped me out the last couple of years and stuff. Uh, can't just abandon ship on them, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, it's my job as athlete to do the best that I can do. And, uh, to do that is I have to make sure I'm working as hard and that's why I'm based out here in Texas. It's my job to make sure that I got all the right tools, the right people in my corner and that I'm doing the best that I can possibly do. So that means the best tracks every day, the best physical trainer. I mean, it's just my job to be the best that I can. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's just what I take that responsibility. And yeah. So we know you had uh, some support from star Yamaha for a little bit and things didn't work out there. I'd like to get your perspective on what happened. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of, I mean, we're, I'm still close with those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing didn't really, my contract just kind of came to an end. Uh, not too sure. It was kind of hard. It was during COVID. So right when we lost a couple big factory teams. So there's a lot of people kind of left without rides and uh, just not enough spot. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of good amateur guys who went pro uh, in the same year that I did. And yeah, it was just kind of a weird spot and stuff. Uh, that was their decision and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, we left on good terms. Nothing, uh, yeah, nothing like that. It was just kind of bad timing and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's just my job to keep on working and uh, doing the best I can do. Now, they were talking about on the on the program again, on the race Saturday, your parents as coaches, are they? I guess they used to be involved with professional skiing or Olympic skiing. Can you give me give us a little background on their coaching background? Yeah, so uh, that's obviously. I mean, to me, if there's a better physical trainer, I mean, a better riding coach and stuff that I believe in, I would be doing that. It's uh, I'm with my dad because I believe he's the best. He's obviously came from a background. I mean, he coached in multiple Olympics and uh, with uh, alpine ski racing, snowboarding, all that stuff. So he's been, uh, yeah, in the Olympics multiple times, and that's kind of his backing. So uh, to me, it's not like I'm with him because he's my dad. It's mm-hmm more it's because that's what we believe is the best i mean obviously it's it's honestly really hard having your dad as your coach and stuff <laughs> yeah i bet uh, that it's honestly i mean i'm sure if he if we believe that there's someone better he would gladly send me that way and pay for that but uh this is what we believe what's best and stuff and all that and then uh yeah my mom came from that so she was a professional snowboarder and all that stuff as well wow. so yeah so she she actually competed, and your dad was a coach, or did your dad at, compete also and then become a coach? Yeah, so he competed uh, also, and then uh, he became a coach and stuff. But uh, yeah, they they don't really talk about it after <laughs> <laughs> after freaking beg him to get him to talk about stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, just very blessed to have them in my corner and stuff, and yeah, very blessed. Um, so I want to ask you a somewhat of a tougher question. We hear, we've heard rumors that some of the teams have had disagreements with your dad, and I'd like to get your side of that to clear, clear the air. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, he wants what's best for me. And once again, it's my job to do the best. Uh, I mean, doing stuff the right way is never the easy way mm-hmm. in uh, anything. So to me, it's it's I'm not doing my job as if I'm training somewhere else and i know it could be more productive you know what i mean that's why i'm not based in texas because this is, i want to be home or i'm homesick honestly i like i mean the, the lifestyle if it was about the lifestyle lifestyles i love the lifestyle out in california but i'm here in texas because that's where we believe it's the best and mm-hmm. once again it's my job to do everything i can to improve and put myself in the best environment and uh the stuff like that but uh yeah yeah, so I, I guess I'm gathering ma- the major teams sometimes, say Star or KTM, they want you in Florida, or Pro Circuit may want you in California. And beca- that's That's been one of the issues, I guess, is what I'm taking away from this, is you want to be in Texas, that's where you feel is best, and the teams don't always agree. Uh, no, I mean, I'm oh. always willing to go everywhere. I mean, Star has a wonderful place in uh, mm-hmm. Florida. All these guys, I mean, I was always willing to go to California. I'm never against that. Uh yeah, I mean, all those guys, I mean, obviously it works. I mean, look what they're doing. They're great teams. I'm not against that at all. Uh, okay. I would love to go to Florida, love to go to California. Yeah, any of that, just uh, I'm here right now because that's what's best for my program right now. But no, I'm 
none against that stuff at all. Okay, good, good, good to hear. Yeah. Uh, a couple more things. Uh, typically, again, we hear rumors that you're not super stoked on doing Supercross. So I want to know if you would be interested <laughs> in doing it, or would you no. prefer, in a perfect world, an MX only kind of deal? No, I actually, uh, I love Supercross. Uh, I actually had really fun this season training in Supercross. Obviously, uh, whoops were uh, a struggle for me in my rookie year. <laughs> I was a small guy, but no, I mean, I, I really love Supercross. I was really bummed I didn't get to uh, show everyone uh, knowing how good I was doing in Supercross. I was feeling really good. And unfortunately, the first couple rounds, I was the most sick I've ever been. I was, I lost like 15 or four, it was like 13 to 14 pounds. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, unfortunately I was just super, super sick and, uh, dealing with that stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I was really bummed. I didn't get to show everyone Supercross. That's what, uh, the priority right now is to qualify for these finals and, mm-hmm. uh, to do that. But no, I really like Supercross and, uh, yeah. That's just a whole misunderstanding. Yeah. I really like Supercross and enjoy doing it. We're, we're dispelling rumors right here. That's what I like. Um, yeah. What about options for MXGP or racing in Canada? Have you ever had any offers? And would that be something that you would look at if it was the right deal? Uh, yeah, for sure. Always interested in all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I really like the MXGP for kind of been talking to them and stuff like mm. that. But, uh, yeah, the MXGP is really cool. Always, uh, had some offers, but, uh, feel like just for my development right now and stuff, that's kind of why we stayed over here is obviously I'm pretty young and have a lot of improving to do and, uh, just need to be riding, need to get time on the bike and stuff like that to improve. So, yeah. Okay. What, looking back on the career you've had so far, do you feel like you missed out on anything? Is there anything that you would like a do-over on? Uh, no, I mean, all the adversity and uh, all that stuff is uh, makes you stronger mm-hmm. and all that. So, uh, no, no no regrets at all. And uh, it's obviously been a, a rough couple of years and very emotional and stuff like that with uh, some small injuries. I mean, nothing, nothing none of the mistakes were really stupid or anything like that, just kind of part of the sport and stuff but uh yeah i mean obviously just kind of believing in god's plan and uh the team around me it's been a really emotional couple of years and but i just kept on believing kept my head down and just keep on working and you know hard work is going to pay off and uh do a little adversity and yeah i just kept my head down and keep on working and you know, make it through it yeah you mentioned injuries last year you had a kneecap injury if i'm not mistaken what is that like? That that's I, I just. What does that feel like compared to a normal? Like I, I say, normal, like any other broken bone or whatever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I kind of made a small mistake coming down the hill, and I just landed on my knee with it bent all the way, and there's literally a not even a quarter of an inch gap in between your knee bases. One of your knees bent all the way, mm-hmm. and I landed right on a bolt on my uh, handlebars. So kind of a. <laughs> freak thing but i yeah i shattered my kneecap and then uh they red red flagged the race uh from uh, another rider down and i actually got back up and i like snapped the bolt with my knee but uh my mechanic got it i didn't know it was a weird feeling it was kind of like hitting your shin where it's like feel like i don't know if you need to walk it off or something like that but i was out the line i was doing squats and i was like i think i'm good i'm good and, uh, yeah, I went out there for a lap or two, and then I started seeing some stars, and we ain't lightheaded. And I was like, 
yeah, I couldn't push through the pain anymore. So I only did a couple laps and pulled off. And then, uh, yeah, I figured out that I shattered my kneecap and stuff. But, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember that now. That's gnarly, gnarly. Yeah. Uh, last question going into high point. Uh, last time you were there that I, I believe was 2019 where you finished 19th. Uh, what do you like about the track? What don't you like about the track? What are your thoughts going in this weekend? Uh, yeah, the track's very uh, gnarly there. Uh, very cool track. I mean, with the elevation, it's pretty crazy going there. Wherever you watch on TV, it's not the same at all. Wherever you go there, those hills are very steep. But no, it's a very cool track, very technical track, uh, very grippy, very like DG clay. And like, yeah, but very technical track. I like it and uh, looking forward to it. So, yeah, do you have extra extra motivation or extra confidence after your ride this last weekend? Or is it this, still, do you, you already knew you had this? Uh, yeah, I mean, just <laughs> just same thing, just yeah. kind of going back to work. And I have a lot of room of improvement and uh, just more time on the bike. I've only had a couple of days on the 450. I mean, I'm probably, I don't know, I think I only have – 10 hours on the bike total and that's <laughs> the only bike i've ever ridden for a 450 <laughs> so uh yeah just getting more in used to it and getting more comfortable with the suspension and just getting more in used to the bike i mean i'm loving it it's amazing to have some power and stuff like that really liking the 450 and uh yeah just really enjoying the moment and trying to enjoy all of it and just take it all in and just have fun and just keep on working Perfect. Ty, thank you for coming on here. Congratulations again on a killer ride. Uh, you know, we always knew you were talented, but it's still a little surprising when you see a privateer go and battle and beat some of the top top factory riders. Very impressive. Hope to see you keep doing it, man. Yeah, good luck and be safe this weekend. All right. Thank you. And I uh, appreciate you uh, uh, having me on the show. And uh, means a lot. Thank you. Yep. Anytime, Ty. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you. Bye.